Howdy and welcome to the Laptop Empires Podcast. I'm Mike, he's Bobby, and we're going to be talking about Facebook groups again. If you were here last week, you heard us talking about how to grow your free group. Well, actually, we didn't really spend as much time grow, talking about growing it. We talked about kind of best practices for your group. That way you can sell. That way you can monetize the group and get them to buy your stuff. This week, we're going to actually talk about paid groups um, and specifically kind of our thoughts on providing a paid support group to go with a course. Because when we launched the Facebook side hustle course, we decided to go another way. If you looked at, I think this was more, you know, more the case in like your community and the blogging community than it was in my world where groups are paid groups are pretty common. Um, but you know, a lot of course creators provide free support groups and once you buy it, you're in there, you can get support and we went another way and ours is a subscription. And so people were paying for access to content and for the group. And we've seen since we did that, we've had some people that have emulated it. We've had a lot of ask us about it and want to know more about it. So we're going to dive into that today because we feel like it's been really great for our business and, and it's what we recommend to everybody that's putting out, a, you know, a course. It's yeah. just, we really feel like it's the way to go. Well, I mean, and we can talk more about this, but I don't think it's just been great for the business. I mean, it has been obviously, but I think it's better for the customer, for the student, mm-hmm. because we, we are able to provide a better experience, I think, in the group because we can hire coaches and experts to come in and we can do, we can do a lot more. You know, we have right now, we have three coaches in there that are constantly asking questions. So if you ask a question in the group within 24 hours, somebody's going to get to you uh, and, and, and give you a detailed answer on whatever question. And usually a about. lot faster than that. <laughs> yeah. We just said, so that's the disclaimer, like within 24 hours, but usually it's like instant, you know, like, so it's not one of those things. I think you see a lot in groups where, especially free ones, the person that's running the group only has so much time you know, let's say that they are doing really well with course sales and then they got people kind of flowing into this group. They only have so much time to answer questions and then it becomes more of like a crowdsourced thing where people are kind mm-hmm. of crowdsourcing answers, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, but sometimes you, you don't get the same quality of answer because you have people that are just taking a course, answering the questions about the course. And there's some of that, we have some of that in our group where it's like a very basic like question about like, hey, how does this work? And somebody that's been doing it for a while can go in and answer, but it's, better when it kind of is like supported by an expert that we're paying that's been running an ad agency for a long time um, or one of us jump in and answer the question so it's like we kind of have the best of both worlds there's that community feel and community vibe where people are answering each other's questions but we also have that like authority level right um, you know answering as well so that but we wouldn't be able to do that i mean i'm sure we could if we if we um if we didn't have a paid group, but it would be something we wouldn't want to do as far as like investing in coaches and all that kind of stuff, because then it wouldn't, it doesn't make sense. So. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's funny over the weekend. You asked me if I watched a lot of shark tank. <laughs> I was telling you about how my wife just watches 
a lot of TV shows that right. I don't really care about, but I like absorb them in the background. So like last night I'm sitting, you know, on the couch and she's watching Shark Tank and one of the the people they the you know they made an offer the person made an offer and the person that came on the show made a counter offer and the lady was like no and here's the deal like if i agree to that percentage that you gave me like i'm not going to be interested right? right like you want me to be excited about your product and to wake up every morning and want to do work for you right that way you can grow and you can get the most out of working with me. And the only right. way that's going to happen is like, if I know I'm going to see something from it, like she's like, let's be real. I'm making an investment. And so I want to feel good about it and I want to like your brand, but I need to see some cash out of it. And right. so I think that that is a really good description of like the paid group versus the non-paid group. Like I know for me, like, and, and for you as well, I mean, I'm not going to put, I'm not going to put this on you. So let me, let me back up. I know for me and the way my life is and have it with the kids and the multiple businesses and all the stuff that we do, if it were a paid group, I would not be spending time. Or I mean, if it were a free group, I wouldn't be spending time in there. I just wouldn't right. like I would when I felt like it instead of where now where I try to make an effort to spend some time in there every day and to really engage. And part of that is like, you know, there's money to it, right? Um, right. but you, so, so you just, whether, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, you can judge me if you want, but if you're honest with yourself, like that's going to motivate you a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, well, so it's, it, it cuts down to on the frustration because what I've seen and people have emailed me and asked me like, Hey, I've got this, I've got this free group. And you know, now I'm just, you know, I sold the course a long time ago. Like I, you know, they bought a $300 product for me or $400 product or whatever, but that was like a year ago. And now I'm still answering their questions and there's like, 10 times more people and I'm doing all of this for free. Right. right. So like, it feels like that. Even it's though just, they bought the course, it gets to be too much. Yeah. It gets to be too much for not, not being compensated for it. And when you're a business owner, you do start to, because I used to be that, what you were saying is like, you're not going to put this on me back in the day. I would have been like, Oh no, you know, I, I like providing free value and all that kind of stuff. And I do, but I have so many things going on these days, like multiple businesses and, and just like, I can't, I can't, I can't do more free stuff. It just doesn't make sense anymore. That's, that's what it really comes down to because I love doing that too. Like if I could just, if I didn't have to worry about anything else, like I would just have fun in the group. Like we do that every, you know, every now and then it's just like, I'll just have one night where I'm sitting on my couch, just like messing around with everybody in the group because it's fun. But you get to a point where you're looking at everything and you start having to look at like, what is the most valuable use of my time in the sense of like what it's going to earn me, you know, and you start having to make, you know, it's the same thing. Like my, you want to hop on a call with me, not, you know, not you specifically, but just somebody out there. If you want to hop on a call with me, like the cost for an hour of my time keeps going up. And the reason for that is because hopping on a call with me is the most disruptive thing in my life. Like it is, if, if you look at, you know, I take, we're recording right now. When we get done. I'm going to get the kids up. I'm going to get them dressed. I'm going to feed them. I'm going to take them to school. I've got an hour and a half of this stuff. And then I've got a four hour window to work before I got to go pick them up. And then when I get home, I'm not going to try to work until my wife gets home because they're going to be so wild. They're going to interrupt whatever I'm doing anyway. And then, you know, when she does get home, I'm not going to work too much because I don't want to be absentee dad. I want to be there and hang out with my family and all this. So there's that big four hour window you know, and if you take up an hour of it, you've eaten into 25% of my day and I can't afford that. 
So if I'm going to do that, right, it needs to be worth my time. And so that's right. why that price keeps going up. And it's the same thing with just like, I, you really kind of do this cost benefit analysis with like everything you do at a certain point in your business, because you start protecting your time. You know, yeah. when I was first starting and I wasn't making a lot of money, I did everything. I took every call. I was constantly working. Like I just, my time was not as valuable, but when it becomes more and more valuable, the more you grow because you don't need the money as much, if that makes sense. So yeah. anyway, this is like this whole big like discussion on how, <laughs> how all of this works. But the, the point being like you, you are going to not get frustrated with having the support thing. Like you mentioned, some people get frustrated because like I've been providing support to these people. It's now got 3000 people in there instead of 300. It's a lot harder. I don't want to pay somebody to help me because it's not earning me any money, right? You, it, it just starts to become this snowball. It gets harder and harder to deal with. Yeah. But when you're running it as a paid community, it totally flips the script there. Because if you want to bring in help, paid help, you can do that, which makes your life easier. And then you can have energy about it. You know, it's bringing in some income. So it is, you know, up there on that cost benefit analysis. It makes sense for you to be putting that time in, but it also provides a better experience for the person in there because they're going to get more of your attention. They're going to get more value because you're bringing in coaches because you're putting more time into content, all of those things. I mean, we've got the weekly live trainings, we've got the coaches, you know, we've got our our hot seats and the coaching calls we do and you know all of these different things that we wouldn't be able to do if we weren't able to fund it yeah. right and that's a big part of it so and then on top of that you know the other piece of it is it helps you cover your business expenses yeah right like it helps you cover your overhead which is which is huge. Like that's a constant battle of like profit and overhead when you're Yeah, business. well, that's true. I mean, yeah, it's true. We uh, we know at the beginning of every month roughly how much revenue is going to come in from the group and it allows us to make decisions of, okay, of like what are we going to invest in this month or you know, what are we going to or do we need to buy some kind of training for ourselves on something or do we need to build out something on the website? You know, like there are all these different things that come up, but if you know that your your baseline expenses are covered and then some, then it's like, okay, now we can you know, let's say we have no sales this month and it's a terrible month and just everything went poorly. You're still good. Like you can still run your business. Right. And so I think a lot of people, a lot of course sellers, I think kind of operate on this like feast or famine mentality or just because they have to, because they don't have recurring revenue coming in, you know, where it's like, you've got to have a good launch or else right. it's a, it's a, going to be a bad quarter. You know what I mean? Whereas, you know, we of course want to have great launches, but if we have one that underperforms a little bit, like that's okay. It's not, a, it's not going to sink us right. as a business. And so I think it's allowed us to grow really quickly. And I think it's allowed us to, to invest in some really high level things that we probably wouldn't be able to do if we were just doing core sales with the, with a free group on the back end. Right. Well, and then, you know, this recurring revenue thing, I mean, I think that's really important too, because you could, you know, and we've played with this and we've done this before where it's like, Hey, here's, the course and here's the VIP version where you're paying for the coaching and all of that, like all included versus like doing just like this monthly recurring thing. And I, I just, I think there's something to subscription. And if you, if you're paying attention to kind of what's happening in the world since Netflix basically is we're moving towards subscription models because yeah. it just provides more consistency for a business and, you know, even big businesses. Like I saw, saw a report like a week ago about where 
Apple is looking mm -hmm. into new ways to sell their phones on subscription plans because yep. they're getting pressure from their board members and their investors to have a more subscription-based business. They would rather have people paying $40 a month for two years to pay for the phone than having people buy it outright. And the reason for that is one, it is that consistent revenue. It's not going to be these peaks and valleys when they launch new phones, but also they know when they're creating a high-end phone, people are more likely to buy it. You know, yeah. It's going to be more accessible on $40 per month payments with zero interest than it is with you know, just buying it outright. And so, you know, it's not just us, these little guys, because we are little guys compared to a lot of companies. It's not just the little guys that are leaning into subscription. These big companies are looking for ways to do subscription models. I read another thing uh, yesterday about this comic book store that's blowing up because this guy, he's basically created a comic book store for kids but it's a monthly subscription. It's $30 per month, but it's like a library. They can come in, they can have unlimited comics, but they can only take one at a time. So they can come in and check one out and take it home and then come back the next day, or they can check one out, read it there and put it back, you know, and it's, he's thriving in an industry that's dying because he went from being a comic book seller to being a comic book renter on a subscription right. model. And it's, you know, it's really interesting. So when you're building your business and you're selling your course, you can really change your business and its growth potential, the success rate of your students, your ability to handle lean months by adding that subscription from like the coaching and support group. It just transforms everything in my opinion. Yeah. I think consistency is like the holy grail in business, like mm -hmm. consistency in sales and consistency in revenue. And it, and it gives you that um, yeah, so I, I feel like it takes away a lot of the potential worry because we, you know, I remember early on and our, our revenue, the first year for laptop empires was all over the place, like month to month. It was just like, right. We were having these big months and we were having these months where it was like, holy crap, are we going out of business? Like it was just <laughs> this weird, you know, it's this weird thing. And in, in year two, you know, partly because we figured out our sales process quite a bit better and we've just grown more of a foundation, but the recurring revenue has grown too. So we have more we still have ups and downs but they're not really downs it's more of just like steady growth compared you know year over year it's steady growth so it does help a lot and i think it's one of those things that like if you're considering and we should probably go to this now because i think people are probably like okay cool i've got a free group like what the heck do i do now like am i screwed right. like what is it you know but if you're going to start something i would recommend going with the paid model and just checking out like what we're doing or what other people that have a paid group like start looking at how they do it how they sell it and all that but if you have a free group this is the question we get the most where it's like, Hey, I've got a free group. What do I do? <laughs> you know? Right. So let's talk about like how you do that because that, I think, <laughs> I think there's two things that, that are really difficult in business that people really freak out about um, in this kind of area. There's the, I have to raise my prices and how the heck do I do it? You know, without right. losing people or taking people off. And then there's this stuff like this of like, I'm going to, I have this free thing. People expect this to be free and I'm going to charge for it. Like, how do I make that jump? So we're going to kind of share, you know, a couple of ways to do it. So what Bobby, like, what is your first recommendation on like how to do that? Yeah. So I, in the last podcast episode, we actually mentioned a group called coffee with Dan. That's an entrepreneurship group. And so I think this is a really good model for people to just look at if you're considering this kind of a jump from a free to a paid group where basically you have a free group 
anybody can join it, right? There's some entrance questions or whatever, but it's, you know, pretty available to everybody. And then if you want more of like a VIP coaching experience with more content that's not available in the free group, then you join Espresso with Dan. Like it's this next, which I think the branding on that is like really clever. I've always thought that was it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, so you've got coffee with Dan, it's free, and then Espresso with Dan, and it's a paid group. So basically what you could do in your own situation is if you have a free group you're running, you know, you could take, you could take some of the things that you offer in the free group and move them to the paid group and let people know like, Hey, you're still going to have this free resource. You're still going to, you know, have this group with, with, you know, all the answers and all the things that we've had in the group. But if you want more of like a premium coaching experience with me, more of a VIP experience, then we're launching this paid group. So that's, I think that we're going to talk about another way to do this, but I think that that is the less traumatic way to move people to a paid group experience benefit is you're not going to piss as many people off because you're, they're still getting a free experience. The drawback is you're still giving them a free experience. So there's still some level of you giving stuff away for free or having to right. manage a free group, but you've also added this layer of paid on top of it. So I think that that's kind of like the easier. It, it just depends on. Route. Yeah. It just depends on like what makes sense for your business. Like don't yeah. do this based on, how people are going to react because you're going to have people that are going to be totally understanding. You're going to have people that are going to be mad. Like, yeah. Learn but, to take it. Like the bigger you get in business, people are going <laughs> to just not like you for random reasons, but you, you know, you got to do what's best for you. Um, and I think the key there is like, we're not just talking about a regular free group. We're talking about like, I have a course and I have a free Facebook group that I'm providing support and answering questions are. And instead of just decommissioning that, you're basically saying like, look, this community on this date is turning into a open group that anybody can join, even if they don't buy the course. And we're not really providing support for the course in here anymore. You can ask your questions and I'll answer them if I feel like it, but it's going to turn into a crowdsourced thing. You're going to be putting content in there, but it's going to be content for everybody. And you'll ask questions if you feel like it. But it's like, if you want the coaching, if you want the trainings, if you want the support and the VIP access to me that used to come with the group, you're going to have to join the paid coaching and support community, right? right. And you just want to give people enough notice. But then it's, it does, it eases the pain of transition a little bit because they can still be part of the community. You just got to make it clear, like, just because you asked me a question in here, you're not paying, you might not get the answer, right? right. Like, it's going to be like, I'm not going to be spending as much time in here. I'm going to be spending time with my paying customers. And the reality is like, most people understand it. When you raise your prices or when you go through a transition like this, people understand, they get it. You're going to have, you might have one or two people that are speaking out and that are going to complain, but generally my experience has been if those people get that mad, they leave and you don't miss them. They don't miss, yeah. you know, the community doesn't miss them. Like anyway, <laughs> I just, well, I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> um, I think you need to be careful about the messaging that you put on your, in your sales copy. Like if you tell people that they're going to get lifetime access to a free group, like you're going to be setting yourself up, I think for a situation where people are going to be pissed when you remove the group because you told them that it was going to be lifetime access. So like just little things like that, I think I would look over your sales copy in your email and like, see how you're presenting the group and make sure you're not like promising something that you can't actually fulfill or don't want to fulfill. But yeah, I, I think that as far as like people getting mad, like they are going to get mad. And I was just trying to say like, 
this way is the, the more people friendly way that's going to lead to less people getting upset. But the next one we're going to talk about is actually my preferred method. If I was doing this, I think, <laughs> but it's going to piss way more people off. But I think it's better for you as the business owner. So you want to talk about that one? Well, my point was just like, I don't know that I necessarily agree that it like this kind of stuff is going to piss people off. Like you're going to have people that'll get upset. You know, the people that complain about every change, you know, but like there's going to be, you might have some feedback, but I think in general, it's really not a huge deal. Like in, in my experience, I don't know. And you know, and it might depend on the niche. It might depend on, you know, the culture in your community and that kind of stuff. Like you just, it's just how you frame it. Right. right. Like, and if you frame it, if you come from a place of I'm a person and there's only so much that I can do and do at a high quality level. And I'm doing this because it's getting harder and I want to make sure that my students are getting the best possible experience. And this is the only way I can do that. People will respect that and they'll be cool with that, you know? And, and, I, and that's really like everything you do, it's gotta be about the customer. Like you're gonna make business decisions that, you know, it's gotta be about like, it's gotta fit your life and all of those things that we talk about, but also has to be for the customer. Like you don't just like, if you're switching, Sure, it's going to help you. It's going to bring in revenue and it's going to do all of those things. But it also means a better experience for the person that's in that community, right? Because you're able to give more time to it, put more resources into it, both time and money. So, you know, as long as you're upfront about that, then, you know, it's going to be fine, I think. Um, as far as like the other method to transition over, there's the purge, right? Like this is the, <laughs> the other way. If a and, and this is why you said like it might tick more people off because there are always going to be people that don't want to pay. And those people might be pissed off isn't the right word. Maybe it's just like disappointed that this thing isn't going to be available anymore. Right. Right. Um, you will have you will have freebie seekers that are pissed off. Well, we, we've seen <laughs> we have friends that have done this to where they move just like kind of cold turkey from a free group to a paid group. And they had a lot of like email hate and stuff like that. Like it, people okay. get, you know, people get a little bit more upset about that kind of stuff, but it's not everybody. Right. Um, no, it's, it's my point was just like, if you're, I guess I'm just, I don't want to scare anybody. Like it's a minority. It will happen, but it is. I, know, I think people need to be, they should just, it is what it is. People are going to be mean to you. <laughs> like that's fair enough. That's the online business. You know what I mean? People get upset, but it's the it, minority of people, but it's, it feels like the majority of people. So I'm just saying be people are going to be, <laughs> it's, it's the minority of people, but it's the majority of the people that talk. Yeah. <laughs> the negative. Yeah. The majority is always negative. Yeah, I think, but so with the, with the purge, you basically, you just come on and you're like, Hey, I'm not doing this for free anymore. Like <laughs> this is not going to happen. <laughs> right. I'm shutting this down. You know, I'm being very callous about this, but it's like on this date, we're switching this community over to a private coaching community. It will be paid. If you want to sign up here, you can sign up. If you don't sign up, you will be removed, you know, yeah. and it's just very cut and dry and you're going to see a big shrink in yeah. size. But the benefit of that is that you don't have to manage the free group if that's not in the cards for you. You know, we talked last episode about whether you should or shouldn't have a free group in the first place. If you, you know, don't want to have that, then, then you don't have that. You know, the big thing that you've really got to keep in mind if you move this way is like, at least from my perspective is like, what is your course of product? Like, you know, if, if it is something that's very, very coaching heavy and like, there's a lot of questions, like you need to build out a really damn good frequently asked questions page. Like yeah. you need to create some sort of resource. If you're going to do this, that those people can go to because you're basically cutting them off without support and you still want people to be successful in your program. 
you know? Yeah. And so I think there's like a difference too. Like there's certain, pro- you know, you and I are always talking about different products that we could launch or create and those kind of things. And there's some products that will not require support. Right. Right. And there's other products that have to have support. And so if yours is one of those, like people really need to have support to be successful and you're making this kind of change, then you need to look at other kinds of support, like on the free end, like, like a right. frequently asked questions kind of thing. Now our community, you know, we've had the paid group from day one and it's optional and people leave, but we're at least given everybody that period of coaching and opportunity in there to ask their questions. We're trying to give them that first 30 days of giving them a ton of support and helping them create that runway to be successful, um, mm. which I think has been very helpful. But as far as like a switch, I'm just trying to point out something. If you make that switch, really look at like, what do people need? Is my course comprehensive enough that they can do it on their own? Or were we making it like where it was giving away 80% and we were really filling in the gaps with the support, you know, and if that's the case, you might need to add new content. You might need to add that fact, like whatever it is, keep that in mind too, before you make that switch or else you're going to get negative reviews on your program. Yeah. Well, and the thing, you know, like, let's say you do go to this, this model where you just kind of in the free group, and you do have a lot of people that leave, it's not really that big of a deal. Like let's say that you have a thousand people and like 600 of them bail, but then you all of a sudden just got 400 people that are paying, you know, $37 a month or $47 a month or whatever. Like you just had a big revenue increase and people that weren't paying you anyway left. Right. So, right. You know, even if you have a lot of people leave, like it's, it's okay because you you're gaining the revenue. Um, and you're and those people that left might not have been active to begin with. Yeah. That's a good point. They were probably just chilling, you know, they're lurkers. So, you know, the the people aren't going to buy if they're not engaged, but the people that are engaged, they're not going to want to lose it. So, yeah. And I think the other like hidden benefit of a paid group model, we haven't really talked about it, but the lifetime value aspect, like once you have people in a recurring group use or recurring revenue group, you start to look at like, okay, how long are people actually staying in this? And then what can we do to improve the group experience so that they stay longer? So it incentivizes you as a business owner to continually improve the experience and improve what you're providing to people and be more effective with getting people into the group and like doing the things that are going to, it's going to help them. Like at the end of the day, that's what the group is to help them implement whatever you're teaching. So I think that this incentivizes you to improve and like, you know, iterate on what you've done and make it better for your students rather than just having a free group where you don't know the lifetime value. You don't know how long people stay, stay in there. And you're not motivated to create new content and make better processes and add more value and that kind of thing. The other thing is it helps you with offers, right? Because you start looking at lifetime value and a really clear example, one of my clients, a good friend of mine has got a low cost membership coaching group uh, for in the fitness space. And he you know, he's charging $37 a month, but we were looking at his subscription and we were able to look at the people that bought through one of his launches and what their lifetime value was. And we were able to also look at people that took a free trial off the back end of one of his lead magnets and what their lifetime value was. And then we were able to tailor annual plan offers based on that. So for example, in one of those, we noticed that when people joined, they were staying for 6.8 months. Well, his original offer was if you join for a year, you get two months free. And that's really common. That's a really common offer that people do. But we realized if people were only staying for 6.8 months on average, or or maybe it was 5.8 months, but it was around, let's say six months, we could offer four months free, right? Right. Literally a 25% discount. 
and earn more than the lifetime value. And so yeah. we made that switch and his annual plan shot through the roof. But so yeah. what he was actually doing was now every person that bought that annual plan, he was earning an extra two months worth of pay for those people. And then a lot of those people, they were so ingrained in the community after that, they were re-upping annual plan. So he just such so greatly increased his revenue based on that change. And we wouldn't have known without that lifetime offer, right? If right. we didn't know how long people were staying, we wouldn't have known how far we could have discounted it. He was thinking, I can't give four or five months free because then I'd be losing money. The reality was he was gaining money and he was making that offer that much more enticing. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into that too. But the reality is you need to figure out, you need to look at what is best for you and what's best for your students. And a lot of times those things will intersect, especially if your free group is getting very large, where yeah. the best thing for your students is maybe more access to you and more of your time. And the best yeah. thing for you is to have less people to support and have some money coming in so you can invest right? And then that's where those things are intersecting. Now you're able to spend more time because you're getting paid for that time and you're not having to put, look for other revenue sources. And then maybe you're able to invest in bringing in coaches or other support, but the people that are in your community, they're getting more of you and they're getting more support from your team. They're going to be more successful. Like those things intersect, right? But right. you got to figure out like, what is your, what's best for you? What's best for your student? And if they do, if, if you do have that overlap, then it's a no-brainer. But you really got to figure that out. And it's different for everybody. All right, that's it for today. Obviously, we are a big fan of, you know, the page coaching and support. You know what? I just did think of something, Bobby. Oh. This is really important. When you are promoting your paid group, you're not selling the group. It's very important just because you don't want to violate Facebook's terms and conditions. You're not allowed to sell a Facebook group. So what you're really doing is you're, you're selling support accountability, content training, right? So like when somebody joins our community, they're gaining access to a big paywall, like behind the, you know, behind the paywall uh, content portal that has all of right. our video trainings and stuff. They're, they're getting the live coaching, the ability to ask us questions, all of those things, right? We just happen to house it inside of a Facebook group, right? It's the container, but it's really, it's a really important distinction that you don't put like that on your sales page that you're selling right. this Facebook group. So anyway, little, little add on tidbit at the end of the episode, but really important nonetheless. So thank you guys for listening so much. We really appreciate it. Uh, we really love, um, you know, hearing from all of y'all that listen to the show on your commutes every day or listen to, you know, binge listen to everything for the third and fourth time. It's always cool to, to hear those messages. So thank you guys for supporting us. We appreciate it. If you're not a subscriber yet, please subscribe. You can find us on any of the podcast platforms and we'll see you next week with another great episode. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.